I just sent it in, just saying. I, and say that, put it under. Please put this. It, would you consider <laughs> carrying this in the religious section, uh, right next to David Koresh? That's great. And they did. And so that that's was awesome. that was an achievement. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I belong. Um, here I am. Gotta move some units. Yeah. It's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me, but I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't, then I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> get out of here! You don't belong here. You know, look under here. Get out of here. The Wandering Wolf, 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 the, the, wand, the Wandering Wolf. I am Yoni Wolf, your humble host, coming to you live from high atop Mount Adams, Cincinnati, Ohio. Four or five, let's take a wild guess. Four or five, oh, six, seven. Four or five, oh, six, seven is my guess for area code, but that could be utterly incorrect. Anyway, I climbed Mount Adams today. To in a car <laughs> to uh, check out the art museum and uh, and all that. Just on my day of wandering, after a tour of wandering, I got home last night from uh, a two-week venture, which took us uh, through Michigan, Detroit, and then up into Canada, Toronto, Montreal, down into the states, New York. Washington, D.C., Philly, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Chicago, all these places, all these marvelous places, you marvelous people that came out. Uh, I just want to say thank you for, for uh, supporting. You know, it's my new, my new goal. You know, all my podcast guests give me something. They really do. And something that I got from speaking to Lord is... To, to hang around after the shows and talk to the fans and just let them know that I appreciate them for giving me the time of day with my little worldview, you know, with my little expression of, 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 of life, you know, of existence. You come out to the concerts, you know, you support, you listen, you sing along. That's freaking awesome, you guys. And so... From the Lord podcast, you know, she said she goes out and talks to, you know, all her fans after the concert, and it's sort of the, she feels it's the least thing, at least she can do, you know. Um, and goodness, you know, she's got like a hundred times the amount of fans that we have, or more, more than that, <laughs> way more than that. And you know, she goes out and talks to them, right? It's the least I can do to go out. And, uh, you know, say hi and say and and show my appreciation, you know, be show my gratitude. So I've been doing that. And a lot of you have come up and said, hey, I'm, I'm a listener of the podcast. So you're out there. I know you're out there listening. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Well, I came up here today to 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 uh, just kind of 
wander around, go to the art museum, and I did. I went to the art museum. I got there at four, you know, thirty-four or whatever. No, for like 4.45, like right before it was about to close at 5. But I, I ran in, and, and uh, my friend grabbed me real quick and threw me in this room to uh, check out American Gothic, uh, the, the painting by, what, Grant Wood? And I guess it's traveling, or just, I guess it's just, you know, here on loan or whatever. So I checked that out, and Daughters of the Revolution and some other paintings from that era in this little room and yeah that's cool you know it is what it is it is what you thought it was and now I'm just looking over this overlook I just I have so many feelings I'm a person of feeling you know and I'm I'm I I just I'm ready to go on something I'm ready to really be Put, put energy into something creatively and I, I, I feel that urge I've been listening to a lot of like old U2 and and the Smiths uh, lately you know I, I don't know that's like like feeling music or something to me I, I, I want I do want to write a song uh, like a like a U2 song someday that has this that's just exaltery do you know what I mean like rather than you know my songs tend to be real cynical. And, and sort of sort of jaded and hard and and, 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 and and I use humor you know to to ward off criticism in some ways perhaps or, or even my own critic or you know to ward off me feeling sappy you know but Bono has this just utter sincerity just like this excited wonder of the world you know kind of wonder at the world kind of thing. And, uh, you know, that will be lovely one day to have that kind of feeling, you know. And you could feel that way right now, overlooking this Ohio River and, and the, the, all the bridges and, and uh, looking over at Kentucky there, the Radisson. <laughs> it's, it's a good, uh, yeah. Anyway, I just, I'm feeling a lot after this tour. I need to put it out there. So it feels a little jumbled, you know. That's the one thing I really struggle with in life, and I think have always, is just that idea of, of knowing where to put things, even feelings, you know. I, I, I'm not good at organization, and even, even down to that level of just mental organization or emotional organization, it's hard for me. On the podcast today... Uh, is are a couple of gentlemen, a few gentlemen, uh, if you include my brother, though I think of him as a co-host, Daniel Smith, David Smith of Danielson Family. I mean, that's a band that were very much a mystery to me for a while. My friend Adam Rosenfeld hipped us to Danielson Family in, I want to say, 98 when he came, because I remember it was he was hanging around the apartment that I had with Dose One, and... Uh, he showed us a lot of music, uh, sort of indie rock stuff. And Danielson Family was one of them that, that no one had on tap except for him. And that was really mind-blowing to hear that stuff. It, it really sent me in a different direction musically. It, it was very playful. It, it sounded like an organized, acided-out, highly rehearsed elementary school band. Small group, elementary school chamber group, 
psychedelic as hell, playful as hell, light, positive. I think it really affected my approach, even to this day, you know. So I, I, I do thank them for that. And, and it was mysterious. You know, back then, back when, 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 when we discovered them, th- th- there wasn't the, oh, there we go. Let's let those go, because that's nice. Oh, is that all we get? All right, that's all we get. This is, I'm, I'm in front of this huge cathedral, if I can paint the picture. This is a crib staring at a crucifix right now. Very realistic, sinewy. You know, I almost, if I worked out a little bit more, I almost could have that body, that Jesus body. Uh, long, but, you know, still, still, uh, still Semitic. Still Semitic uh, in the thighs. Uh, but yeah, so so back then when you heard of a new group and, and listened to their record, you couldn't just get on Wikipedia and on YouTube and like discover everything about them. You know, you had to kind of just experience them as their their expression on 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 record. You know, it was it was just about you know that one expression, and you had to imagine how they might be as a person. Well, when we met Dan. I didn't know what to expect. You know, I thought he might be some, like, you know, cult leader, David Koresh, robe-wearing, you know, long hair, big beard, squeaky-talking guy. I didn't know. But, you know, he ended up being a real personable guy and the kind of guy that you can very easily have a conversation with and and has a good sense of humor and all that. So that was a, a pleasant surprise. Um... And, you know, we've gotten to know him a little better. He's, here's another guy that I, I wish I could spend more time with. You know, I, I, it'd be nice to spend, you know, a few days with the guy. Maybe, maybe I'll go out there and work on something at some point. For now, let's just check out this conversation. I got to go uh, get some, some meats for, for a uh, grill out over at my brother's house. The whole band's going to get together over there, do like a post-tour thing, slash whoever else wants to come. So if you guys uh, are in the area, come on over. And uh, but now let's listen to this conversation with Daniel Smith, David Smith, Josiah Wolf, and myself. Pipe gang, 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 gang. Well, I'm I'm sitting here with with Daniel and David Smith out in uh, Philadelphia at the Union Transfer outside in our little tour sprinter van. And uh, yeah, let's have a little conversation. So you, but your your dad when you were growing up was he was like actively writing songs in the house you grew up watching this happen uh yeah i especially remember trying to fall asleep at night and he was he would at the be other, up or, other end of the house he's writing songs you know like chipping away at something like yeah, singing or just uh, singing either singing songs that he already wrote or we're writing new, new material okay yeah right. and trying to fall asleep or every saturday morning you wake up to guitar him playing guitar Every morning, every Saturday morning, yeah. for sure. Just, just, at, just jamming or whatever, just playing tunes. Either playing tunes. songs he already wrote or messing around with. New and stuff. always his own material, not yeah. hardly, any, hardly anything else but his own songs. I mean, yeah. songwriting is his thing. And did, um, how do you think that affected you? I mean, did that <laughs> just, I mean, profoundly all the way? Yeah, all the way. Yeah, it's the, the craft of songwriting, the, the the fascination of songwriting is is that's that's what I'm all about. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean the style is, you know, I have some different influences stylistically, but still the heart of that kind of folk aesthetic of you know acoustic guitar and, and that's where and, it all and, still and, comes and words from. and yeah, that's that's still how I write. Yeah, yeah always. Um, and but you've gotten so deep into production over the years too. 
Yeah, well, that's from that was kind of another part of it too, just yeah. being a music fan. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. How, why does this sound so great? Who right. did this? <laughs> right, what right. is this crazy sound? You know. Yeah. Um, so that, but that was kind of separate, and then putting it together eventually, trying to learn how to put it together. That that was something that came about later. So, when you say separate, so you were what you had started recording for other people and producing for other people, and then you integrated it into your own stuff. No, no. For me, it was it was the writing, and then being a music fan, being a huge fan of. You know Kramer, the producer, yeah. and all the Shemitic stuff, and I had all that stuff. And, and you did the early stuff with him, right? Our set, our or full, just the, the Tri Danielsons. No, our first studio record, Chopping Block. Chopping Block was with him. Yep, too? that okay. was with that was the first time in a proper studio. Okay. The first record, Prayer for Every Hour, was all me, just four track, yeah. cassette recordings. And then the first, yeah, which the first, didn't see a proper release until way later, right? It, no, it actually did. It, did. it actually okay. did, but it was in the Christian market. Okay, okay. And it, it, it was, it was a weird. It got buried. It, it was, it was, <laughs> it got hated. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but that's actually also at the same time because I, I never wanted to be on a Christian label, but that's the, they're the only ones who would, who responded, you know. Yeah. Um, and so that was what Tooth and Nail. Tooth and Nail. Okay. So that came out on in '95. Okay. And that was on cassette. I think the CD too, but um, CDs were new. They were novel. It was yeah, it was, it was new. new. Yeah, it was new. yeah. Uh, and uh, so it was in Christian bookstores. Okay, and that uh, didn't go over well in that market, probably, huh? No. Well, I, for that record, I don't think people really even knew what to do. Yeah, knew what to do with it. Uh, but I all. But then I would send it out to all my favorite indie record stores. Yeah, and I said it. Sent it to WFMU. Okay, so huge fan of that station. Did they play it? Not only did they play it, they used to put out a magazine called. I think it was lowest common denominator. Okay. Um, and they also had a mail order catalog where they would sell albums, all their okay. favorite albums. And they, I, I sent it in to see if they put it within the religious section with David Koresh's album. And they had all these really bizarre albums, like some really amazing gospel blues stuff, but all this really weird cult music. And I wanted to be right in there with all that stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So once they, then they did, Robin Edgerton was the program director and she put it in that catalog. You and, did you and then that? I arrived. You did know? you say that's where you wanted it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. She asked you? No, I just sent it in, just saying. I, and said, put it under. Please put this, it, would you consider <laughs> carrying this in the religious section right next to David Koresh? That's great. And they did. And so that that's was awesome. that was an achievement. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I belonged. Cool. And then, and from there, how did you slip into the more mainstream? Not to say that you were in the mainstream world, but yeah, but yeah. you got integrated within, I guess, secular indie rock somehow. You know, you became known in that world too. Well, it was the second record, uh, "Tell Another Joke" at the old yeah. chopping block. We did that with Kramer. Uh, it came out, and for a year, it didn't get any traction at all. And then at the end of that year, uh, it was in Spin Magazine's top 10 albums you didn't hear okay. this year okay and that's kind of where it started and I think that was Douglas Walk who's a great writer okay still writes and I'm pretty sure he he did that and then there started to get some traction with CMJ and okay. we started playing CMJ and playing New York we played other music I did an in-store there it was our first performance in New York so and that was really the scene that I always felt that's the scene I was influenced by what know, like so. experimental rock, like what like just the underground independent music sonic scene. youth and well, people CMJ like that all that was, stuff yeah was something to follow and yeah to be yeah. in that showcase was yeah. something to be really absolutely proud of and happy C about CMJ scene come, come in let's cl close the door Josiah has arrived Hi, not David. not in his life but just to the van 
he's arrived nice. in his life as, as well. Should we get Megan or maybe four is good? I mean, if she comes, that's fine. But she, but is she let's, on her way? Let's, or let's just, she found the vodka. I'm she's sure talking she's not to some coming people. Not, you she, know, we don't have too, too much time, so let's just talk yeah, for a bit. Yeah, that sounds good. And if she comes, she comes. We'll have guys talk. Yeah, yeah. Guy talk. Um, Guy talk. So, well, we were just talking about how, how, uh, how they arrived into the into the world through uh i guess through the through the second record through the chopping block record mm-hmm. yeah um how did that feel you felt like that felt good oh yeah it's super exciting yeah to be accepted by people well, you i don't know like. about accepted because it's it's always been strange where where uh you know in that in in the in the underground indie scene that i've been influenced by and, and wanted to kind of have a a, you know, a place in we uh, we're no, you know we're known as Christians and that's that's a horrible thing to be right <laughs> to be called right it, it <laughs> can know? be in this country uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, so uh, and then at the same time our music was you know way too weird for for the Christian for market. the for the Christian market which we I didn't really necessarily even believe in that market anyway it's just that but at the but I came to understand that these are these are kids who I want them to hear you know they're all I want everybody to hear my music you know right. So that's always been, or for years, was the dilemma. I mean, I remember us playing at the Black Hat, opening for the makeup and question mark and the Mysterians. This amazing show, and some guy comes up to us after the show, says, "What are you doing here? You don't belong in this place. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Get out of here! You don't belong here." I mean, that that wow. speaks volumes. That's serious. <laughs> yeah. What did yeah. you, you say? Because- I, I just was laughing because. Christians don't belong at the Black Cat, apparently. Right, you know? right. You're like, you don't belong here, so <laughs> well, security. <laughs> but, I mean, that's, you know, if, if I was anybody else, you'd be arrested for saying that right, right now. You right. know what I mean? That's some heavy stuff. Right, so. right. <laughs> so, but, you know, it, it was just, it, it affected him. How, did that affect you? I, I, mean, I was just laughing. Cause does that happen often? No, a few times, but not, not the, that's well, the most extreme. Ri- there were certain writers that wouldn't, if, because we were under this banner, this Christian banner, these certain writers wouldn't yeah. wouldn't give oh, us. Yeah. They wouldn't write about it. No. Or just always kind of start start everything out. With that, right? You know, for a Christian band, blah That's blah blah. Topic, even right? though for twenty years I've been saying we're not a Christian band, I don't even know what that is. Doesn't even matter. You know. And they they picked <laughs> that up solely from the lyrics. I think you, it was. You know, uh, I think it was being on a Christian label. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's so what I think. In, in reference to that. The, an interview that I did earlier today was Aaron Weiss. Oh yeah, um, and a similar situation because they were yeah. on Tooth and Nail for so long. And I mean, he's not even—I don't know what he is, but he's right. not Christian exactly. I mean, he might be kind of, sort of, right? Uh, and and Muslim and Jewish right. and whatever the There's still guys in that band. And each guy's you know has whatever. a different yeah sure. Yeah. Still, anytime you stamp, you know, and some people want to be stamped that, and you know, or stamped whatever. Yeah, but if but. If you don't want to be stamped something, then then. Mm-hmm. And they talked about they talked to us, the day they were ready to sign for Tooth and Nail. I don't know if you remember that. I was friends with Aaron and his brother, and uh, we were at a festival, and he was like, "We're about to sign tomorrow." At Cornerstone. Tooth- Cornerstone, yeah. yeah. We're about to sign tomorrow, Tooth and Nail. I mean, they wanted seven records, I think, or something. And it was, and it was they asked seven us seven records. Yeah, it was. It was like that's, six plus one that's or like something. A life. It was insane, and. uh and I remember him being like, "You, we kind of want to go the vein you guys went." And I was like, "Well, I wasn't part of any of that decision making." You guys went later, like meaning starting your own label. Starting with tooth, like how to tooth and nail, you know, treat us. 
Well, they got Caroline Distribution, which right. is all I wanted. All I wanted you was to wanted be in the record store. I just wanted to be that's in the all, record stores. That's all me that I used right. to want. Right. Hey, we just want to get our music out there. Right. I just want great guys. people to be able to get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So anyway, that was that's that. I mean, I may never that. heard of for, heard of you if it weren't for for that deal. I mean, yeah. you sure. Know, my friend Adam, you know, yeah. he he introduced me, and, and he's obviously familiar with yeah. music that goes in that direction I guess that's why he knew about it that's I'm why sure. he knew about it in the yeah. first place yeah right. Starflyer 59 <clears throat> yeah you know yeah it's interesting MXPX. though PX. you know you're, yeah. you're saying uh, some bands want to be classified in a genre yeah in some ways and I think I All didn't, I, I didn't think about this till right now but you know we do have that in common with, with, with you guys I think is it's a hard thing to classify yeah, which works for and against you. Yeah. More against you in some ways as yeah. far as popularity, but... Both, because people, people both, also both. respond well to it, like, both. they like yeah, it, yeah. that you can't... Like, both bands, and the thing I, lo- I loved about when, when I first heard the uh, Alpha Omega albums was, like, this has, like, nothing I've ever heard. Mm. And yeah. that that really That's caught cool. me That's right cool. away. Which people say about our band sometimes, Absolutely, this yeah. is a different sound, for better or worse, whether you like it or not. Well, you have to it, list a bunch of words in order to try to wrap your head around... Right. Just beginning to think about what it's going to mm-hmm. sound like. Yeah. That's a compliment, I think. Yeah. yeah. Like, if people ask you, well, what do you guys sound like? It's a very difficult question to answer. Yeah. For me, I'm like, I, I don't know. First, yeah. first song I heard on it on a mix that Adam Rosenfeld made, I remember we were driving in his, his car, and it, he had all this, it was a mix of all this different stuff that I never knew. I mean, I didn't know about indie rock, really. I had come out of listening to rap music in high school, and then just, like, old rock music from the 60s. So I was just getting into like being open to modern, in, you know, indie, unique rock, whatever. And uh, yeah, he had this mix in his car, and it, I remember there was a lot of different stuff on there. It was like Dinosaur Junior, Dinosaur Junior, Modest Mouse, Starflyer, Fifty Nine, whatever, like all this different stuff. And one of your songs came on. I don't remember what it was, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is what I want to know. What this is? That's cool. Yeah." Because it was just it, nothing like any of that other stuff, and cool. yeah, that that's what. And then he bought me those records like the next week or whatever. Yeah, he just, mm-hmm. awesome. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you working on right now? What what's what's like the 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 the, the newest stuff? Yeah, well, we just finished this tour with uh, Jad Fair. Uh, Jad Fair and Danielson, we did this album and just did a 10-day tour. So you wrote a whole album with him? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I wrote all the music. He wrote all the words. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah, I didn't know that's how it was done. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. So, um, and then we just toured on that just 10 days. And okay. uh, Kramer, I mean, the producer we've been working with since 97, 96, whenever it was, he was played on bass. Did he produce that that record? Uh, he mi- he uh, well, I produced it, but he mixed it with me. Okay, yeah, I brought him up. He played bass on the record. Cool, one of cool. my favorite bass players, and he came up, and then he he joined us live on tour. That's First time cool. in fifteen years he's toured the East Coast. It was a real. Did he enjoy it, cool. or was he complaining? Oh, yeah. No, no, he's great. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> good. It was. We all got along great. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. And Dave played drums. It's been years since you've been on tour. Yeah. And uh, met this guy Carl Cheeseman, local Philadelphia guitar player, and he. It's incredible, yeah, incredible. It, it wasn't. It was one. It was a great band. I wish you had seen him. I know. Yeah, I, I, I forgot to get it. that record. I need to get that. It was, yeah, it well, was well, a good stuff. Yeah, I want to get stuff. you. I'll get you guys that record. So, so that's kind of just finished up. Yeah. Um, last week, <laughs> got back, and uh, and I have two new Danielson records I want to make. Yeah. 
you want to make i want to make I'm, I'm i have i mean i have like 20 songs but like a matter of what's going to go with what and you kind of have two different flavors you're working on one's going to be i mean dave's back in the band so we're going to do a full danielson family right nice. band yeah. back together yeah, yeah. That's that's like it. we've been like waiting it. for the last it's holdout exciting, yeah, yeah. He's, I'm he's back he, he's, he, we, we're meeting excited. his demands he, he fits with the style of the, see that's the thing you gotta have him on drums gotta have him on drums it has that flavor that it needs Dave and Andrew side by side percussion uh, and kit I have a tough list of uh, demands it's, it's taking years to negotiate this stuff out but we yeah. worked it out mm-hmm. Kryptonite was part of it and finally he <laughs> found it <laughs> uh, and then there's another so that'll be a Danielson family record and um and make it the way we've always made, made them, yeah. however that is. Which is how, well, well yeah, however that is. How is well, it? I mean, it's all it's it's been that I'll you know I write these songs kind of alone with just me and the acoustic guitar and yeah. in a in a in a quiet place and um, and then present them to to the family and, and, just, and you guys, see what they start coming up with. You guys make arrangements just all together, sitting, yep. sitting around. Yeah, you know, sometimes all at once. It's usually pretty little bit, you know. Yeah, as we're rehearsing. You know, well, I'll, oh, what do you think? I'll play some drum parts, and then he'll take it to somebody else, and I'll play some keyboard. What do you think about these key, keyboard parts? Play the, you know, and then we all get together later. And you, you record them. You record it like together, or we you, used or you to layer by layer. Early, early on, we would, you know, we'd, we'd have budget uh, for Chopping Block. We had a budget to track the whole record in two days, which, which I we think did. We should, we should do live again. Yeah, start, I'd like start to. doing as much live as possible. Yeah, yeah. I think that would studio. be cool. Go I back think that would. Yeah. Is that how you yeah. did Alpha Omega kind of like that? No, that was a mix between. Uh, well, some of the stuff that some yeah, of the stuff third, that Kramer third, did third, yeah. was was like that. You know, it was basically depending on. It the budget. says on the thing on the which that's one right. was recorded. Yeah, the, it, right. it, it's recorded in three different spots, but some of that, yeah, for sure. And then and then the one we did with Albini was that way too. The mix is cool though. I, I think having different sounds and different some cool. songs. I like that thing, too. You know, yeah. th- I do like that kind it of. It was thing. some home recorded, some yeah. studio. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. A, it, it was. A, great, it was an experiment that, that I was always wondering if it ever worked out. But actually, the best version of Alpha and Omega is the reissue of the vinyl. I have okay. to get you guys that. Okay. Just the sound of it, you guys. Yeah, because um, all the, the Daniel Sunship stuff. I uh, Kramer and I remixed some years ago. Dude, I need. I need to have that. You got to have that. That's the one that you're on. No, 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 no. No, you're on. I'm uh, on the. Uh, it's ships. You're on yeah. ships. Yeah, ships. Just okay. one song. That's right. But yeah, yeah. Just the one song. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, last song. Last the song, quiet right? one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, so I'm excited about that. Got a bunch of songs, and then the other project is, uh, like anything that's not the family, I just call Danielson. So I'm okay. trying to honor the family lineup as as because it is pretty rare that we do that. Yeah. And then the other one's going to be. Uh, so it's Danielson or Danielson family. Yeah, that, okay. that's kind of where. For years, I was doing all kinds of dumb names, but now Danielson I'm, I'm Starship. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I didn't get to that <laughs> one. <laughs> I, 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 that. There's yeah. some close names. Though. There's yeah, but now I'm trying to trying to simplify things a little bit. Yeah, you know, got to move some units. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too confusing when it's all over the place. That is true. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the other one is going to be music. Um, that is the best I can to to get back into the to the mind state of being a kid. Like I wanted, I wanted to be. Mu- I wanted to. I want to create a world where we're all jealous that we're not kids again. Okay. That's that's. So what does that mean practically? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't written it yet. Oh yeah. Oh no. We're we're writing it together. Oh cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cool. And it's it's even gonna have a big warning sticker on the front. 
if you're over the age of 12, you have to be accompanied by somebody under 12 to listen to this record legally by law. Okay, so it's a, it's a children's record. Well, yeah, except the children's records are horrible. Right. So every time I find myself saying that, because I've, I've been listening to a lot of children's records. So you're yeah. putting yourself into another thing where people are going to label it as something and you'll fight against that label. Yeah, it's another category ah. of music I can't yeah. stand. So you like, that you like I'm easy. Be... You like the easy life is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you do like that struggle. Don't you like that? You you need to be defiant against something. <laughs> it's true. I don't, right? I feel that about yeah. you. Yeah. Everybody else thinks so. You're up on you, but yes. Everybody else thinks so. Yeah. No, I... I yeah, now there's some examples of, of this world that... Woody Guthrie already did this thing. That's true. He already nailed it. I'm just trying to follow in the footsteps. If you ever listen to Woody Guthrie's children's songs, it's the greatest. They're the greatest songs okay, ever. Okay, okay. They are that world already. He he can do it. He did it. Okay. So I just want to do more of that. I just want to follow him. On How that. do you do that in a, in a way that, do, that that appeals to you, that you think would be good? What's, the, what's I got to get my mind back that? to that place, you know? Yeah. The whole The whole thing of Danielson was all based on... Uh, you must become like a little child to enter the kingdom of God. Like that's the whole thing. I just want to go even. I want to go really specific with this. Okay. With this thing. So I want it to be. I want kids to just, just automatic, just automatically be in this world when they hear this, and then the rest of us are trying to get back there. Okay. Yeah, that's my goal for that one. Cool, man. And that'll be fun working with your kids too. Yeah. Right? I mean. Yeah. And get showing them the, the you know recording and, and the idea of songwriting and yeah. all that. Have you shared that with them yet? Before? Yeah, we've been writing stuff. Yeah. I've okay. been I've been collecting things for years from them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then there's other people I want to, you know, be featured on it, little things here and there. Cool. So I wanna have a book and I wanna have a whole video and a whole T V show and a whole world. I wanna It's awesome. So that's, that's cool. That's where man. I'm going so so those are two things kinda Yeah. Happening together, and, and so. have you been producing for a lot of different people? I know you did. Yeah. that the last me without you. I mean, that came yep. out in 2012, but yeah, um, it just got the lights just went real out. mellow in here. Sorry, um, I think it's gonna yeah the last that way. the last two records. We you, did, oh, we you did recorded together. the 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 2008 one too or nine or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, the last two. Um, but and yeah, they came, they came down to your house, your place, or Let's your see, parents' the, house. The the, one, the first one, my studio wasn't ready, so we worked in Philadelphia. Okay, a really great studio. And then, uh, yeah, the last one, they, they came to my, my cool. studio. Yep. Cool. And, yeah, I've just been busy engineering, producing, depending on the, on the job, for the past five years in, in my new studio. And the, the Dave and my dad and I built together, yeah. And do you, do, you, um, do you like doing that as opposed to songwriting and stuff, like helping other people with their stuff? I enjoy it. <clears throat> I got pretty burnt out on it these okay. past years. Um, you're ready to get I'm, back into your own stuff. Yeah, but you know you got to pay the bills, so that's yeah. that's. <laughs> so I, I think the ideal for me is to be able to split up a year where I'm doing some of that, and then and I'm getting back into my visual art again too. Oh, cool! Because on our tour with Jad Fair, we just had an art opening up in Burlington, Vermont. Okay, so that was, was Jad's art and your art. Jad's art and my art. Yeah, cool. so I got me making some sculptures again. So that was good. So I'm excited about getting back into that as well. But yeah, I, I enjoy producing, but. Or just setting up mics. I don't have to produce. Just working with artists and helping them get the sound they want. In, you know? in your in your spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, that's pretty cool that that you you've been successful at that. Like, that's a hard racket. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. these days, especially where people can can have their own little home studio. Absolutely. Yeah. For people to come over to your spot and and work with you, probably because you're you, right? Generally. I think. I mean, there's. That's why they seem to call. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's plenty of studios in Philly. That, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, if they want to come out, to, come out to the country. Yeah. Drive 25 minutes out of the city and cool. go to the farmland, and mm-hmm. you know we we have a nice studio out there. So yeah. If I could change the direction just sure. for a second, sure. I mean, I'd just like to go here. Let's talk about your faith, and let let's talk about your whole family and how you all have this pretty strong faith all the siblings right I mean there's not one of you that doesn't really have a faith in I think everybody's got their own faith I'm not going to speak for sure else, sure but yeah you know uh, no I'd be curious to hear David's perspective I mean you know Yoni and I grew up with with the same type of thing in a different way mm-hmm. and you know none of us kept our faith in the same way that you guys all did three, all three of us are, are you know Pretty, uh, agnostic. I mean, we we, we, we are we're searchers. We you know, we're always trying to. Yeah, well, I would say um, that we've all gone, uh, you know, our own path. Yeah, uh, searching our own way. Sure, definitely. We're not all the same. At, not even close. You know, um, you know, I've personally definitely gone different directions, searching and gone through periods of not sure. Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, bounce back, go away again, bounce back, go away again, just like a typical person would. Um, and then uh, I think everybody's done that, you know. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but that was that's my personal. Yeah, well, I think there's a point where everybody, uh, you know, we all got to grow up and, and whatever we believe has got to become our own, not just our parents, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's the bottom line. Yeah, and and however long that takes, or whatever path it takes, is what it is. Yeah, it's all of us trying to figure out who we are and why are we here, and what are we supposed to do if we're supposed to do anything at all. <laughs> but all of you, I, 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 well, I'll ask: Have all of you come back into something? Um, I, and I don't. I, I know you know you want to use the terms Christian, or you want to use whatever these you know to put something in a box, but yeah. something. Based on the teachings of Jesus, hmm. yeah, I mean, to one extent or another, yeah, I mean, I mean, I can speak for myself. Yeah, for me, yeah, and for me, it was, um, uh, and, and for me, it really goes back to to childhood and 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 remembering uh, that small, still voice, you know, that I remember. You know, just have just me alone, just talking to God. You know, and and as years go by, and me just wanting to do whatever I want to do, and life gets complicated, and uh, you know, um, busy, and 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 um, uh, and and then especially within reli- a religious conversation, which which I don't find I don't consider myself a religious person at all, because to me, a religious conversation is about do's and don'ts rights and wrongs okay. and all that you know I'm talking it has a negative context it has a control it's all right. about control controlling people right, right. Um, to me a spirit a spirit life is completely different it's about freedom mm-hmm. and it's about growth and it's about um, love right you know within a religious context love is those words are uttered but you know it's it's hard sometimes it's hard to see what is this love you're talking about? You know, mm-hmm. so for me, it's it's a spiritual conversation. It's not a religious conversation whatsoever. And you, love is the key. I mean, absolutely. When love is not involved, then it's no longer. Then it's not God. It's not God. When people talk about, oh, um, you know, well, that person, you know, that person does the wrong thing because, you know, 
I can see their sin. Look at look how sinful that person is. Well, there's no love in that talk. That's judgment. That's not love. That's yeah. like God. So do you do you guys I'll say amen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do you guys attend any kind of formal church or anything like that? I do. Yeah, I go you, to a okay. non-denominational church in okay. our area. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you know, it, to me, those those kind, it, it's it's um, it's like going to you know, it's like going to a family picnic. Right. It's you're around all kinds of people you don't relate to, but you love them anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, there's the annoying uncle and there's the you know, <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, and for me, I find it it's important to be around people that I would never be around. Simply if, because they have a similar kind of faith. Well, because I think there's some there's 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 a spirit drawing us together, uh-huh. but it, but in the natural, there's no reason for these different different you know ages of people to be together. Different uh, you know Qu- quote unquote types. Different right? types, yeah, yeah, whatever that would mean. Yeah. And you know, just people you wouldn't hang out with because yeah. you don't have anything in common with them except that you happen to believe something that maybe overlaps here right. and there. You know right. what I mean? Right. And I find that fascinating. It's in- it's incredibly challenging, and I think that's the other thing that I find fascinating. Forces that. you to love people that you yeah, wouldn't necessarily it's where love. It's, you know, we can talk about or it. Appreciate, can, or appreciate or appreciate loving people. Yeah. And I, I will say, like, I, I actually don't every Sunday go, go anywhere. But um, the few times I do go, I actually miss that. Yeah. And uh, get, get re-excited about it, and then, and then life comes back into play, and laziness comes back into play. And then it's like, oh man, I, you know that was great. I yeah. wish, and, and my whole week is is changed by it. Actually, it reinvigorates you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you live down there as well? I live in, in South. Fi- I live here in Philly. You I live, live in, in South Philly. Philly okay. Yeah. Um, but it's probably the same distance to uh, like the church that Dan goes to, or a church that my brother, who also lives in Philly, goes to. Okay. But it's just it's just a it's just a laziness and a that I you know that's not a weekly thing. But I like I said, it does invigorate you. At the, at the right place with the right people. Mm-hmm. And do you guys have like a, a a quiet time, so to speak? I'd assume you'd have something like that, like a, 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 a meditation time type thing that oh, yeah. you, you know. I a, have to every morning. Yeah, well, as much as I can mm-hmm. every morning. Yeah, I find that I've yeah I'm I'm getting more and more pathetic without it. <laughs> and no, what, really. What does I it mean, look I, like? It looks like um, there's this devotional that I read by Oswald Chambers. I don't know if you ever heard it. Mm-hmm. Utmost for his highest. Um, and it's... Uh, What's a devotional? It just means, uh, you know, you turn to whatever today's date is, and it's just a little paragraph about something inspiring, you know, okay. um, about about life. Chicken soup for the whatever. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> right, guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but, you know, but based in... in in teachings of yeah. Jesus, really, you know, yeah. um, that. But but the prayer time, just alone time, uh, just try to quiet my mind. Like for yeah. me, it's about trying to get my mind to shut up. Mm-hmm. Just get it to shut up for you know, because and that's what it's all about, actually. Yeah, getting your mind oh, to completely. shut up, turning off the ego, turn off the ego, the pride, and yeah. the computer. Well, the pride, the computer that's just like running. More and more, I'm 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 starting to be able to watch my brain, and not that I'm good at this at all. That's but, the goal. But be able to just see it. I wake up in the morning, and if I'm not in the right place, my brain will just go through the list of ten worries mm-hmm. that I got to deal with now. And until I deal with it, 
I have no peace, right? Well, that's just my brain just scrambling for to, to control, mm-hmm. right? And so as I'm, so my weapon against that is, is, is this quiet time. It's like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. You're going to have to wait, brain. Mm-hmm. I got to get things in order because right now the brain thinks it's going to run me all day today. And the brain just operates with like fear, worry, you know. So you got to get that. In. Nothing wrong with the brain. Brain's a great thing. It's a tool. But it's, it's a tool, tool. but it's yeah. got to be in its place. It's got to be under the spirit. The spirit's yeah. got to be over top of it, which is peace. Mm-hmm. So when the brain is submitted to the, to the peace of the spirit, then it's great. It's a, it's a useful, it's an awesome tool. It's so interesting that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. all different, you, you can come at it from any different direction. So you're coming at it through the teachings of Jesus, through your own filter and your own, you know, experience, you know, but this very similar idea, you know, I, I have kind of come to through like yoga and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Absolutely. You know, those well, same ideas. Same. Yeah. It's I do yoga same. now I mean, too. <laughs> Yeah. Got to, man. I mean, it's all the same. The, these splinters have, have become, so, like, you know, you look at Islam, Judaism, Christianity, and every other, it's all started the same way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they all are the same thing, and we've, we're the ones that have made us, Made you di- know, divisions and things. Divisions and yeah. conflict. Mm. Yeah. I think, I mean, every... There's a truth, there's a deep truth, and we've gone, as the farther we get away from it... Mm-hmm. The farther you know, the easier conflict and all that. Happens. Well, that's the religiousness, right? That's, that's the religiousness. Every, that's where control happens. comes in. It's you know, it's like that's why it's, whether it's politics or religion, all these control, you know, they're 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 set up to control people, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and within politics, I mean, it's 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 almost a hopeless conversation in politics, but at least within you know within a spiritual conversation, if you can. Not, and not that it's hopeless within politics, of course, we have to do our best, but it sure seems like it's almost mm-hmm. impossible to come up with solutions for these things. But, sure. and, and same within religion. So if you can, if you can get down beneath that and, and start to have these, because it's got to be a personal, if, if there's not a real personal spiritual connection, mm-hmm. then it's all a lie, right? Right. So why not just start there? <laughs> and then try to it's hard enough to talk about I mean it's the same as what you're saying about you know within your personal life you have to tease out the 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 the, the running brain it's the same thing within the context of the structure of religion is like you have to tease out all that uh you know uh bureaucratic corruption cor- human anything that the human brings to it exactly and when we say the human we mean the the brain, really. Yeah. We oh, mean yeah. like that that you know organization and like you know categorization, all that shit. Like you know what you, if you tease that out of any religion, they they are all pretty much the same, I yep. think. Which Absolutely. is just about our connection to the universe and why we're here. Mm-hmm. Each know? other, yeah. yeah. With love and peace and 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 you know acceptance and that's that's the, pretty much the core of any religion yeah and it's become through that what you were just talking about it's become war and hatred and, mm-hmm. well and it still creeps up in subtle ways I mean we all it's what we, I was talking about earlier with going to you know like a a weekly Sunday service you, you're with people that you don't necessarily feel comfortable with yeah. and yet it's probably good for us to be around people that challenge us yeah. to think about the way other people 
live life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not natural to us. Yeah. What's mm-hmm. natural to us is hanging out with people who all like the same music and mm-hmm. like to go to the same places. That's yeah. that feels good, right? right? But that and and that's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it's good to have that challenged as I, well. I, no, I yeah, I you agree 100 percent with what you guys are saying, and, and I'm yeah, I love it. I, I guess the question, you know, where people break off is when it comes to just belief which which i guess doesn't necessarily matter because what you believe that's all heady shit it's, it's, anyway, it's not right? provable or anything anyway but yeah like faith and belief are two different things right well faith and belief i think are pretty similar but i mean the the details i know what you're saying see faith faith is deep and ingrained and faith is a feeling. I right, think. faith is something. It's, belief it's is a deep belief thing. is an like, idea. Belief is in your head. Like what mm. you believe is true about the universe, it doesn't really matter because what's true is actually true. Like, what you think is true is really, right. There's it, an actual, it's, it's really there's an absolute truth. Right, whatever's really true. Whatever you think about it, yeah, there's still an absolute truth. The it's, truth isn't threatened by what we exactly. The truth is a truth, and okay. none of us really know exactly what it is. I think people get too in, too caught up in. The details of that's what I. Oh, think you're so. in. You you believe in this six, these six things, but I only believe in these four things. Right. And uh, so, you know, and you believe in these three things, and you believe in seven things, and so therefore, I don't agree with any of you. Yeah, mm-hmm. but because of that, you know, for me, it's hard to believe anything, which can also be a trap because you have well, to. Well, that's that's a, a but, typical but, reaction. But, but but I don't think you have to believe. You don't anything. have to believe anything up here. It, it is more about the love. It's a, it's a feeling of peace. I think it's a feeling of peace. Well, we and all connection. believe stuff. We all believe all kinds of things. We all believe all kinds of stuff. It's just sure. what are we talking about? I mean, we all believe we're 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 that gravity's holding us down right now because somebody right. told us that. Sure, we don't really sure. know that, but that's more. Faith. But we believe to that. Me, that's more like that's more of like an ingrained thing. That's what I mean. I guess that's what I mean by. I don't, I'm, I'm creating my own definition now for these things, but that's what I mean by faith. Is like it's like this thing that can't be teased out. It is it is the root. So like my my belief, quote unquote, in gravity is all-encompassing. I know it mm-hmm. from the bottom of my... Sure. You know what I mean? I've never known anything else. Yeah. So I think when you come to faith, one it has to here. be... Sorry, we may have to... I have one more thing to say here. How are we doing, Brent? Uh, we're on five. Okay. We're on five. We got to stop. I, I just think... So I think I think when it comes to faith, it, it, it means... Yeah, anyway, it's something that can't be stripped away. It's just that underlying... Thing that's always there. Just yeah. please. But well, let me just say, you know, I, I think we all deep down know. I can't say we all, but the four of us, maybe. I don't know. Um, you know what's wrong? You know, addiction. You know, within yourself, you know things that you do or the tendencies that you have that are wrong, and mm-hmm. we still do them anyway sometimes. But deep down, you know that these aren't things that are healthy or not things that you want to be. Like right. when, you, when you think about what do I want to be mm. in the future or whatever, those things you want to strip away from your life. And I, I do think faith in God or, or whatever is very helpful for that because mm. it, it helps guide you in a direction that strips those things. It, it's hard to do that on your own, which is why people go towards religion or different things because it helps them kind of purify. Um, but... For me, anyway, I don't think there's any belief that I'm going to have that's going to strip those things away. Maybe there will be, but at least up till now, it's just been a slow process of growing and 
learning and trying mm-hmm. and and having role models like you know like you guys or whoever you know just seeing other people and like that guy i like the way that guy yeah lives the way he talks his music or whatever all that stuff is so helpful you know there's not one there's a million ways right there's a million ways to to get get where you like you said you want to be a certain person Mm -hmm. Uh, you want to get to a certain way you know every year you want to i want to strive to become this right and like you know my way is different than Dan's Dan's way is different than our sisters whatever but like I think the true the truest thing in in everything we talked about is if love isn't the thing that you're focused on then it's wrong Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that you could balance everything against. It's got to be. Oh man, look at that guy. Yeah. Uh man, look at that guy playing. Hey, why is he playing a guitar solo in church? Uh god, that hurts. You know what though? I'm going to love him. Mm-hmm. You know, look at that uh that guy. Yeah, uh, that guy cut me off. That guy threw trash in the ground. Whatever. Uh what am I doing right now? Am I not loving him? Okay, I got to look at myself. Like that's the thing that actually wipes everything clear. Yeah, if we were I, all obsessed with that, like what does it mean to care about the other person? And I'm at a, least as much as ourself, if not more. If we just were all obsessed with that, we, this would be a non-conversation. Yeah. You know, that's the thing I fight in my brain. We were talking about true. fighting your brain. I yeah. fight judgment in my brain. I judge. Right, right. That's the thing yeah. I do. I, I, ju- I immediately judge everybody. We judge, all judge, do judge. To some yeah. extent. And that's the thing that I have to. The, the thing I put against my judgment is, am I loving right now? Because and my and I'm trying to get better at it. I'm, mm-hmm. I think I am getting better at You're it. Judging my sweater, man. You don't I love your sweater. <laughs> cable knit. <laughs> but that's I think is the, is we were talking about the the, the the seven different religions and spiritual and uh, the basis of them all is just a solid core of love. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's a core of love, and we're meant to all love each other, and that's where the truth is. And everything has slowly gotten away from that. Yeah. And that's the yeah. thing you can balance everything against. Yeah. All right, we got to stop that's there. Right. I hate to say it, you guys. You guys been sitting yeah, here with Dan Smith, right? David oh, Smith, Josiah Wolf. Good conversation. Uh, it's been great. In the van. Say say goodbye to these folks, guys. Bye bye. Awesome. Bye, everybody. Man, getting real. Yeah. Just getting real. These hands I'll build upon this land. This land is waiting for these hands to. Build my lovers and my welcome home. Yeah, y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the Wandering Wolf. Uh, you can find me on the net at Yoni Wolf on pretty much all the social medias, including Twitter and Instagram and whatever else you might be interested in this new one Ello. i'm on there what the fuck is that i haven't investigated it yet i wanted to make sure i got in you know early and often so that uh someone doesn't fucking snake my name from me but i, I haven't actually looked at it yet so we'll, we'll find out you know the wandering wolf podcast at gmail.com you can write to me there uh with any any uh thoughts you have you can also donate to that on uh, via paypal paypal and then you, you you get you hit the email address the wandering wolf podcast at gmail.com all right i'm gonna take off you guys head up to either whole foods or finley market to get these meats and uh, you know i only do the uh the farm you know farm fresh uh got happy cows and, and chickens and everybody running around and uh, making love to each other sweetly 
All right, y'all. Take care. See you next week. Keep wandering.
face a face to a face replace my hiding space you are my I think the true, the truest thing in, in everything we talked about is if love isn't the thing that you're focused on, then it's wrong.